Is this Snowstorm tonight? I think so. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Mayfair Theater Podcast. It is Thursday, April 19th. We'll be chatting about movies from April 20th through 26th. This is Josh here with Lee today. That is correct. That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Who is Lee? Jeopardy question. (laughs) Yeah, we got a ton of movies this week. Something coming up in the near future, though, that I kind of wanted to hop right into just because it's of interest of something we haven't done in a little while is we are doing a theme month coming up in May. Yes. With Stanley Kubrick. What's the theme? Uh, Stanley, I guess, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I cannot think the last time we did this. Oh, well, we did it with the um, the Japanese biker gang girl festival where we did Yes, and, yes. Which was the coolest and nobody came. Nobody, <laughs> like, yeah, nobody. No, I know. It was exciting like on paper. Yeah. But that was it. But what was the last, like... You know, we, we've done like Hitchcock, but like this seems so long ago. Right. Well, it uh, it's, it has been a while. Oh, I'm looking at a solo poster. Yeah, the new Star Wars poster. I wish it was Drew Struzan. Well, he's... He's done. He's... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Everything seems to be pointing to Kubrick. I mean, it's the fifth today. This year is the 50th anniversary of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Right. And there's a lot of things. They're going to Cannes with a 70 millimeter print. 2001, uh, 2001, and Arlie Ermey passed away, so it was kind of felt like it was time to do another Kubrick month. I think we've done it before. However, 2001 is not available to us right now, um, because I guess they're going to re-release it later in the year. Yeah, somebody was asking us via Twitter recently and said, are you guys going to be showing this 70mm 2001? And I was just like, well, no, we don't have a 70mm projector, so that's the first... We, I have one in my basement. We, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> but it need, it doesn't have lenses, and the lenses, uh, like, I, I, we'd probably have to spend on close to $4,000 just to get the lens, proper lenses on this machine. And very with. sadly, I, I seem to recall the last time there was a 70mm festival in Ottawa, not too long ago. Nobody went. Nobody uh, went. It was so great. Paul Gordon and his troop of friends, they yeah. did a really, they did a, it was an awesome festival. I went, I've seen it like three or four films on 70 millimeter. I went to see Baraka and Lords of Arabia, I think. I, I was there. I'd seen that at the Bytown just a few years ago. Uh, oh yeah, Lords of Arabia. I remember the print arrived at the Mayfair. Oh <laughs> it yeah. It was ginormous. Uh, but yeah, there, there was no, like, no one cares. No. It's like, <laughs> well, even last night, and it's always a, it's something people often say, it's very sad, of it's very hard for Canadian indie films to get a foothold. So right now we're screening A Swingers Weekend, and yesterday it got, it was nothing. Like, it was oh. it was five people maybe. I yeah. don't know, it was nothing. But then our four o'clock show, a matinee yeah. of Death of Stalin, had like 75 people. <laughs> that and makes no sense. So it's one of those things where where people mean well, people request something, people think it's exciting that we have something, it gets a lot of buzz, and then no one comes. Yeah. So as soon as this hit the old social media, I put it up on Facebook and Twitter. The funny thing is I get so frustrated because movie nerds are never happy with what is given to them. Right. So you're like, here's the four movies we're screening. And it's, what, it's Shining, Dr. Strangelove, and... Full Metal Jacket and Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. So, of course, the first thing people pop up and say oh, no 2001? And I'm like, well, no, this is why. And then they say, no Barry Lyndon? And it just becomes a point. Barry Lyndon's, this, even the diehard yeah. Kubrick fans think that's a bore. Well, then somebody <laughs> was asking for, like, the early movies. Right. And MGM films. Yeah. And yeah. We just put on ones that we think people are going to come to. Well, and I said, 
I was honest and I replied to one person and I was like, these don't do great a lot. We love showing this kind of stuff, but maybe if these do great, if these do gangbusters, then next year we'll do another one, you know? We did show prints of Killer's Kiss and The Killing. We had 3,500 prints and we did show those at, at a Kubrick festival we did like maybe eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. And those were the least popular of, of, the, of the whole whack. We had Paths of Glory in 35 millimeter. Yeah. And it had French subtitles. I remember all those, yeah. <laughs> But here, okay, here, let's really challenge those film nerds out there. Yeah. Because we do have a 35mm film festival lineup coming. That's We true. haven't promoted this at all on no. line, social media. I just confirmed the dates. They've changed from what I sent you. Yeah. But in July now... In July, okay. We're doing a 35mm th- old school 3D film festival. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> it's all, it's, it, we're showing... We're showing maybe a half a dozen films, but we might not advertise four. But right. we're at least How showing. How do you space them out? Like just weekend, 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 or yeah. So Friday the thirteenth, July thirteenth, Friday. Mm-hmm. We're showing Friday thirteenth in three D. Friday thirteenth, part three in three D. Oh snap! Yeah, <laughs> with the old school three D glasses. Oh my which god! Which we'll be able to provide. I gotta clear my schedule in July. <laughs> and then Saturday night cinema will be two nights in July. So Friday night. The 13th of July and Saturday the 14th, we're going to do secret screenings. I'm not going to tell you what movies they are. They're members-only screenings, but they will both be 3D, 35mm feature films. Uh, so the ones we're advertising, so on Friday the 13th, we're showing Friday the 13th, part 3 and 3D, 35mm, 3D. Holy hasn't God. been shown in Ottawa since 1983 Whatever. when it came out. Yeah, uh, Frankenstein's Bloody Terror. Which is never screened in Ottawa. It's an old fifties. I don't even uh, know that one to be honest. Film. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's like an Ottawa premiere of an old film. And then we're doing a matinee for the kids on the fifteenth, Sunday the fifteenth. Star Chaser, The Legend of Orin. So what is that? I don't even. I don't know any of these movies. That's it's, like a like a post apocalyptic futuristic animated but it's, feature but it's film. Kids friendly? Like it's it's not like heavy metal. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, no, there's no boobies. It's like it's Last Unicorn or um, sure. something like I don't know. It's no, it's like I don't know, it's Star Wars in space. Right, right, right. But animated. And then that night we're showing a Kung Fu thirty five uh, I think the only Kung Fu three D movie ever released, like a traditional Hong Kong action film in three D yeah. called Dynasty. Uh, that's Sunday the fifteenth at nine PM. So July, May is Kubrick month, and July is going to be 3D up the wazoo. Man, the only thing about July is that one of the few other gigs I still do is I go do Blues Fest in the summer and do Follow Spot for them. So I was well, going to Blues screw. Fest is not worth it this year. No, that's my... <laughs> this year, you need to send Andrew the point to do Blues Fest. <laughs> <laughs> He's pointing at the moon. He'd be looking at the stars in the spotlight. Andrew, put on this harness, climb, climb this tower. It'll be fine. It'll be good. I hope his mom's not listening. No, okay, so here's the cool thing. Because last night we talked about some technical specs, and I got a nice email yeah. from someone who was asking more about it. People seem to like when we talk of technical. Yeah. So... Why haven't you done three D? Why haven't you done three D at the Mayfair? I remember seeing when I was young here. What's the Hitchcock movie? Three D Hitchcock movie. Oh, which was it? Murder. He did one. It was yeah. in three D, and when I saw it here, and three D only works if you have a silver screen. I don't remember the Mayfair ever having only having a white screen. So we can't. No cinema is supposed to do three D without a silver screen, and we're not the kind of cinema that can afford a silver. Uh, as putting a silver screen in right now, it would cost. 
10 times the amount just to install it. Right, like, right. opposed to just buying the silver screen. So we've never been able to do 3D, nor we do, do we really want to. We're not interested in doing I don't it. like modern 3D. Right. Yeah. But the old school stuff is fun because it's gimmicky and it's, a, it's yeah. laugh out loud. And, and Friday the 13th is awesome. Film Part 3, that's one of my favorite ones. And it's a fun 3D movie. But no, hey, wait, stop. We can't but, but show it stop without a, with a white screen, Josh. How are we going to do it? So this print collector friend of mine, his name is Harry Guerrero. Mm-hmm. He owns all the 35mm prints, all these prints that we're bringing up. Yeah. He, um, he's probably privately the second largest print collector in North America after Quentin Tarantino. And he he came up with this way of... Uh, he, so he bought... What's that one called? Bloody... Frankenstein's bloody uh, Frankenstein's bloody terror. Yeah. He owns the rights to that film, and he wanted to figure a way to tour it. So he started calling cinemas. I want to tour my 3D print I just bought. I own the rights to do it theatrically. And he kept running into May- movie theaters like the Mayfair that only had white screens, and he figured out a way to make it work. You want silver screen because you want the light to bounce back. You know, you want the light to, you know, because you're basically putting on sunglasses. I went to see. Yeah. Rampage for some reason I shouldn't have <laughs> and that's the problem with the modern movies you're watching Harry Potter or yeah. Thor that are kind of dark so you're wearing sunglasses in a dark theater where the multiplex probably has a bulb at 40% and you're supposed to use a, a silver screen and you're supposed to intensify the, the light intensity by a third and if you don't do that, you're literally wearing sunglasses in a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. And like Rampage looked like hell. It was terrible. It was out of focus, and it was dark, and and I hated it. So Harry found out a way to show 3D on it. You need to bounce the light as best you can, and if you can intensify the light bounce on a white screen the way you can with a silver screen, then you can show 3D. So we're gonna use his 70 millimeter lenses oh. on our 35 millimeter projectors. Which cool. is great. Yeah, that's yeah. So we're gonna take off the, the thirty-five millimeter lenses, throw on these seventy millimeter lenses, show thirty-five millimeter through seventy millimeter lens, and that that bounces is gonna be, it's gonna bounce back into your eyes like you're gonna see three like you've never seen before. Perhaps if every <laughs> single one of these is not sold out, then we're close. I'm angry and disappointed <laughs> in everybody. I'm I know. Like, well, he he thinks he says everywhere he goes on Friday the Thirteenth it sells out. It's Ottawa. It's July. Yeah. It's the worst. But it's Friday the 13th in July. So, it, you know, and uh, yeah, I want to bring, I'm glad I'm doing it in the summer because I want to bring my kids to all these movies. And the secret, the special screenings, the secret screenings we're doing, it's going to be a lot of fun. I remember, yeah. Anyway, 3D went away again. It came back. It's going away again, but the Mayfair is bringing it back with some old school 3D movies. See, I can't remember the timeline on this. It was before we took over, but not too far before that. And I came here and I saw... Creature from the Black Lagoon, mm-hmm. and I, my mind is blank on the other one, but it was it was a double bill. It was like the old school glasses yeah. and everything. It must have been, I don't know, 96, 97. But they might not like have that. been showing it right. And oh, they, for they sure. might have been showing it on a white screen, so the bounce yeah, sucked, yeah. and you're basically wearing stupid black, blue and red glasses yeah. for no reason. So what's our battle plan of people not stealing all the glasses after the first screening? Uh, well, we're selling them. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So he's going to, you know, like, it's an extra dollar. We have to need to figure out the ticket prices. Yeah. But uh, uh, Dial In for Murder was in 3D. Ah, yes. At least it was, yeah, it was released in 3D, and that's what I saw here. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's an extra dollar for the 3D glasses. Yeah, that's good, because it is, I remember doing stuff like that before, and it's just a pain of 
people want to keep the thing, you know. Yeah, we did well with um, we had that Odorama movie. We showed poly- yeah. John Waters polyester, and I have a box full of scratches and this cards. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was given to me, and and uh, I've had them for years. I have them over ten years, and I've shown it three times. And every time we show it, people give back their cards because I say <laughs> we're never going to show this movie again unless you give me back the cards. John Waters pink uh, flamingos. Yeah, pink flamingos. No, no. polyester. Yeah. Polyester. That was so good. With Tab Hunter. Yeah, that is a good one. So, I mean, who knows? I think right now we're going to sell the glasses, but, you know, what do people need 3D glasses for? In the 50s, it was cool to put your top down in the convertible <laughs> and drive around town with your crew cut and your 3D glasses. But, you know, and Anya, I told Anya about this 3D festival, and she's like, oh, I have a pair at home. Yeah. And she took a picture and sent it to me, and it said on the on the, on the stem right, yeah. of the glasses, Blockbuster Video. Uh, so you can't bring those to the main fair. I wonder what they did with them. I, I, yeah, have I don't some... know. I don't know. I think there was a... Um, I think there was a sporting event released on home video that was in 3D. I have some comic book ones, but I don't know if that's a slightly different technology, like different color scheme or different. Uh... Well, it's not. That, it's not that far off. It's blue and red glasses. Blue yeah. on the right side, left side, red on the. Yeah. And all they far. did, like, if you look at a 3D comic, like a black and white 3D comic, without you just see like a red Batman and a slightly different mm. blue Batman, and then they kind of right. jump off the page. I I still have my 3D glasses from. Freddy's Dead, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, yeah. Part Six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the stem, you only wore it for the last ten minutes of the movie, right? And on the stem, on the inside, it said "Coming soon, House Party 2. Ah. <laughs> Still have those at home. But I don't know what was wrong with as a kid. I went to see Jaws three, three in three D, and the glasses were awesome. They had the shark in the middle. Oh yeah. And the Jaws, Jaws written on the stems. And after the movie, I was that was great. And I took them off and put them down and yeah. laughed the theater. <laughs> I wish I still... I might go on eBay to buy, get some Jaws 3D glasses just to wear them here. Yeah, I found... I found... I think I'm going to order them. I found uh, in the UK a, a, a poster for um, for Dynasty. Oh, someone's calling me. Someone's calling you? Um, hold on a second. Yeah, I can pause. Okay, we're back. That's funny. I just got a phone call. So I got a Fitbit. My Fitbit told me my phone was ringing because I turned my phone off. I didn't turn my Fitbit off. Did you think you were dead? (laughs) (laughs) It seemed like it. It was from Santa... This is just so weird. Santa Clarita, California. Like, I guess it's a suburb of California. They want to know how many posters we want for Filmworker. So now when when we book movies through the United States, it's Kino Lormer. Kino doesn't send out posters anymore. Everyone's dealing with this company called... It's called Vision Media. So theaters now have to order their... Po- we had either order posters from this company in California that shipped to us. So now we have to order our own well, posters. Just as I was telling you a story about we're yeah. showing these 3D movies, and I'm going to bring in the posters from these old movies I found. See, it seems more... It does seem more logical. That's funny. Cause, so I, we had a couple of... We had a screening recently. It was a rental, and it was a documentary about the artist Obey. Uh-huh. And a friend of mine in Toronto is a big fan of this artist, and he almost made the trip to oh. come and see this movie. It's only on Hulu in the States. It doesn't really have a Blu-ray release. So us having huh. it on the big screen was quite the rarity. So the people huh. who put on the event printed up some cool little posters that they posted around town, and it had the poster. It actually said Mayfair on it. So I sent my friend in Toronto a couple of these little posters. So I just had like a little tube that I cut in half, put the posters in. So it weighed nothing. It had that in a little note saying, hey, here's some posters. That cost me $12 to send to Toronto. And it was like the cheapest way to send yeah. it, you know? So you think of a giant poster tube that we and every other movie theater in North America gets all the time. And we get posters for 
you know, the Chips movie and Baywatch. Yeah. Movies were never going to show. Yeah. So you think how much of a budget that is annually for them just tossing all these posters at us. I know. It seems like more sense if it's a bit more work for us, but to say, like, yeah, let us know if you want the Rampage poster, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, so like, we're, we're a small outfit, right? For us to print one poster, it's $40. Right. We want to go to Allegra, print the theatrical poster, it costs $40. So Film Worker, I think it's only showing in New York City, L.A., and Ottawa, Mayfair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, the studio just wants to deal, you know, they can't afford to have... They would. We're, we're getting a deal at forty dollars. I think it's like eighty dollars. Oh, I think so, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I found this poster for sale. Star, Star Chaser. Oh my god. The Legend of War. Look, it looks like your favorite movie ever. I'm so excited to come see Star Chaser. The search for the Force is over. The adventure is about to begin. Is that a play on Star Wars? I think that's a dig at Star Wars. <laughs> Take that, Star Wars. Well, like they're wearing, like that guy's got a laser sword. It looks like Star Wars. What year is it? Um, 1900. 1900. Wow. <laughs> That's old school. So, uh, um, Star Wars is a total ripoff of Star Yeah, Chaser. no, well, it's the 80s. Uh, because that, that whole 3D craze, it started with Friday the 13th and Jaws 3. Yeah. So that, I'm guessing, I'm going to say 84. Like, that makes sense. If they're saying, like, if, yeah, so they're saying, like, the force is over. It's done. There's no more Star yeah, Wars Yeah, that's movies. right. This is your new Star Wars pissed, trilogy. It's pissing me off. This is your new, yeah, now you're like, screw you, I'm not booking you. A band of human workers are treated like slaves under the power of evil warlord Zygoth until one origin unearths the, the hilt of mystical sword. That, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on. Mystical sword that only he can master. Escaping the planet, he runs to a rogue smuggler. Wait a minute. Dag and a pair of helpful droids. And the princess, who team up to return to the mind world and plan to defeat Zygon and free the origin uh, enslaved people. Wait a minute. It sounds like Star Wars meets Roots. Does it actually <laughs> say droids? Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Okay, wow, I'm very excited for this yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen this movie when I, was, when I was young and stupid. I've seen it, but I, I yeah, I, I think it got re-released on video as a Star Wars ripoff. Yeah. That's exciting. As I say, okay. Max will love it because yeah. it's a Star Wars ripoff. I wonder if there was like toys. Was there merchandise for this movie? <laughs> I guess I guess it needed to be a hit. I mean, maybe they were waiting on the toys. Yeah. Waiting to see yeah. if it was a big hit. The Force is over. Wow. Okay, before we go, let's just briefly chat about the movies from April 20th through 26th, 2018. We have two movies back for a second week. The Leisure Seeker and The Death of Stalin. Death of Stalin was great. I saw yeah. it a couple of days Michael ago. Michael Palin? It was so good. And it was just, it's uh, by the guy who did In the Loop and Veep, a couple other yeah. kind of dark political comedies. A movie like this with Stalin, it always fascinates me. It's nothing new because you go back to slightly different genres, but like the producers mm. or even like TV shows, goofy TV shows like Hogan's Heroes. And you think like in the moment, they'd never be like, I got an idea. We're going to do a hilarious comedy about Stalin. But it's, it's so well done, like all mm. the characters. And I like it. A movie like this, you do one or two things. Like, do it in its original language with the proper accents and everything. Or just throw it out of the window, do it in English, and let it, don't worry about it. Because nobody in this has... I hate it when it's English people in a Russian movie just with Russian accents, but in English. And in this is all of them just speaking as they speak. It's Steve Buscemi sounding like Steve Buscemi. Michael Palin sounding like Michael Palin. But, yeah, very good. And a crowd pleaser. Big round of applause yeah. at the end of the movie and everything. Cool. And then Leisure Seeker with Oscar winners Donald Sutherland and Helen Mirren. A nice comedy drama old people movie. Finished. Bye, Dan. Bye. Bye.
horse. I'll be care. We'll be careful. Okay. <laughs> you too. That was our cleaner. That's the ghost of our cleaner. <laughs> then, uh, um, an interesting coincidence this week, we have a rental called The Vatican Deception, which is a documentary about Vatican stuff. But then we have a movie called The Devil and Father Amorth. And he's in it. He's Father in Amorth Vatican. is in the other movie. Yeah. So that's a weird coincidence. A Father Amorth double bill. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not happening in any other cinema anywhere else in the world. Weird, weird. And then, so The Devil is about... Father Amorth. It's a um, directed by William Friedkin, a documentary about exorcism. Decades later, on the heels of William Friedkin doing Exorcist back in the mm -hmm. day, and then we have a special presentation of The Big Lebowski. A lot of special presentations this week. Big Lebowski presented by Collective Arts Brewing and Smoke Shack. I think they just wanted this movie randomly, but it's its 20th anniversary, and we're screening it on. 420, which has what become is a thing. 420? What's the big deal about 420? We're both squares. We don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. My favorite thing about 420, and I don't know if this is true, but I heard a stand-up comedian doing a riff on this, was that you think it's for a reason? Like, something was invented on that special day, or 420 is like the cop slang for a pot arrest. Right. Nobody knows what it means. It doesn't... You can't trace it back. It's not the birthday of someone who brought pot to North America or whatever, you know? And I love that, that somebody came up with this idea, but they're all stoned on pot, and yeah. they forget what the date <laughs> means. But I love Big Lebowski. I, I really think it's close as perfection as you can get to a movie. I, I, I love it, so... Are you going to go see it again? I might, yeah. It's, I've seen it so... That, that dance number, the dream sequence, uh, and John Goodman, it's a great movie. So we have that. We have... Rocky Horror Picture Show, hosted by our absent friend Shadowcast Pals, which is always a fun night. And then the 50th anniversary of The Great Silence, which I've never seen, so I'm very excited to come yes, and see that on the big exciting. screen. Yeah, everyone seems to excited. That's another film. Everyone's talking about us showing that movie. Everyone's going yeah. on and on. So I can't wait to see it. We'll see if anyone comes. Oh my God. You know, so, again, I get so angry. People talk. Yeah. It's time to walk. It seems that our quote-unquote regulars are more loyal than our quote-unquote nerds. Because the regulars will come out in big crowds for a movie like The Leisure Seeker. Or, you know, years, months ago, like Manchester by the Sea or mm -hmm. Lady Bird or Death of Stalin right now. Kind of movies that you consider drama, comedy, slightly more mainstream. The other ones get big buzz. And then if we're lucky, like with Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, 70 people show up, which isn't bad. That's not bad. But then you have Shape of Water getting 300 people showing up. So, and that's always the, that's always the trouble. That's always the issue. Mm -hmm. So yeah, these 3D movies and stuff like Great Silence, it's, it's... We'll see. I've had people mad at us that we show The Room or Rocky Horror so often. And I'm like, yeah, they keep coming. That's why. <laughs> We're not showing it out of the kindness of our hearts. It's good for business, you know? <laughs> uh, and then we have uh, three rentals, three other rentals besides her Vatican Deception. Uh, Human Flow, Phoenix Wilder, and The Great Elephant Adventure, which... I believe is a free screening, that one. Is that correct? Yes, that's a free screening. Family-friendly movie, which has a local actor in the lead of it. A young 14-year-old is the lead of that movie. And then Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, the original from 1971. Which, that's a good film. And it's very interesting how that movie's aged, because that's one of those movies that you watch as a kid, and you're like, okay, that's a movie. And you watch it as an adult, and you think about it more, and you're like, wow, this is really weird. <laughs> Why is he wearing this? I like it so much more than the... The Tim Burton atrocity. Even though, from what I understand, such an ugly movie. it's a bit more loyal to the source material, right. the Tim Burton movie, but the original is 
But I like The like, Shining because it's not loyal to the source material. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with... I mean, I love the book The Shining, but that's an interesting example Like with our Kubrick Fest coming up, is that... Isn't that... Sorry. Isn't that funny what happened? You posted... Yes. Filmworker. That poster that we have up, I, that's not... You can't find that anywhere online. Right, right. Sent to the, by the distributor. And then... When you posted it, there was no trailer. And then an hour later, Andrew attached a trailer because it just got... Just come, yeah. Boom, hit the web after, just an hour after you posted. It's funny how new that movie is. Or new, uh, you know, it's just sort of... And then they, they're calling us about the poster now. They just probably got it printed. Yeah, that's fresh off the... There'll be times when you'll book a movie, and even if it's like as little as a month away sometimes... And there's nothing. And I'll, yeah. and I'll send you an email and be yeah. like, can these guys send us something? Because I'm, <laughs> I'm Googling the hell out of this and I can't find anything. And you'll look at their website and their website has like screenings coming up at these festivals. Yeah, it's funny how quick we get some stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. which is so different than I think the good old days of the Mayfair when this would be a, a traditional second run house showing stuff three months later where now we're getting stuff. We Some people still think, just the other day somebody walked in and I overheard them being like, oh yeah, they just show old movies here. <laughs> It's like, no, no. I had a meltdown in the shower today because <laughs> the, originally the 3D festival was going to happen in June. I yeah. Pu- I pushed it to July. And then I thought in the shower, oh, no, I, I can't do that because we're showing Filmworker in May. Yeah. And I was getting the two Kubrick conv- confused oh, the okay. 3D festival. Yeah, And I yeah. thought Filmworker had to do with the 3D festival. And then I realized when I got out of the shower, they had nothing to do with each other. I can get on with my day. It was a happy day, bro. I think it's the concussion I'm still living through. <laughs> and then you emailed yourself a reminder. Dear Lee, everything's fine. <laughs> I started emailing myself some pep yeah. emails. <laughs> You're doing a good job. <laughs> doing great, kid. But yeah, stay tuned because we're going to have these 3D announcements soon. Like, you're hearing this before anything. Yeah, out. Like, yeah. And I would like to tell you to wait a little bit. Just, just let me, yeah. I, I, Dates I, might change. Things might change. It's It's not cheap. I have to, you know, we have to put this, bring this guy to Ottawa and yeah. pay for the films and, you know, but, you know. Are we, some of the films at least public domain or does it follow yeah, to uh, that? Uh, like, well, yes and no. Right. I mean, he's, I'm booking it through him. He owns the rights for the the, um, the horror film, the Frankenstein movie. And yeah, so no, we're, we're paying them for the rights to show them. It just, um, it's not going to be cheap, but uh, we're going to put it on, take a risk and hopefully people will come. I think of things like this. And more and more, I'm in the box office, and someone will come up, and I'll give them back a 10 on a 20 for change. Mm-hmm. And they'll go, oh, that's it? Like, all the time. Yeah. So I think for a special event like this, we can get away with charging... $30. $30 a piece. <laughs> $30 <laughs> members, 50 non-members. Like 30 Yeah. And, uh, $300. Charging 2 bucks extra. You know, like we do for Saturday morning cartoons or something, you know? And, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll send that email, and then you tell me what you think we should charge. Yeah. And people, then people will just come. Well, that's what I told people before when I when I get perturbed at some people getting angry at us for not showing a movie. I'm like, you know you could just rent the theater and all your friends can come and have a private screening completely above board yeah. of fill-in-the-blank old movie. And if you have, you know, if you do a big group and you're paying 20 bucks a piece or you, you can do that with 30 people or something, you know, mm-hmm. there you go, you're set, you know. So if you really want to do it, that's your answer. Because us doing it, we have to then make sure everybody yes. comes. Yes. But yeah, it, it was the bittersweet pill last night where we had a rental at 6.30 that was packed. 325 people, a big event, speeches. And they were very nice, but they got out late. So at like 10 to 9, they were out. But our 9 o'clock Canadian film had five people. So it wasn't too hard to do the switchover. Canada sucks. 
Oh, Canada. <laughs> Come on, Canada. People should try harder. Yeah. <laughs> I think when they see Canada uh, in the promotion, they're like, eh. Yeah. Oh, too bad. The Friday 13th 3D or some of these 3D movies might work because I was chatting with the guys at Scuzzles, who is a poster company. Look them up online. Oh, yeah. They might maybe want to do one of these. Yeah, well, I'm going to be able to find posters for some of them, but not all of them. Yeah. They should do a poster for... Where did my list go? Friday the 13th 3D. But... That'd be really cool. Because yeah. they like doing stuff with like the date and the time attached. That, that makes it kind of collectible, right? Yeah. So... Friday the 13th 3D might be a oh, cool one. That'd be do. cool. Yeah, I'll let them know. Okay. Uh, let's get out. I want to get out of here because I think there's a snowstorm coming and I'm on a okay. bike. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks yeah. for listening, everybody. It can be found online at mayfairtheater.ca. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Go visit our friends at House of Targ across the street. They just had their fourth anniversary. I'm going to have a couple of those guys on sometime soon to talk about their four years as our neighbors. They currently have some cool new pinball machines. And they, they brought in a bunch of new stuff like this weird pinball machine called Orbiter and the Simpsons and a new Star Wars pinball machine oh, over really? there right now. Wow. So go check those guys out. I only cared when you started to sense Yeah, Star, Star Wars. Wars. You're like, wah, wah, wah. Star Wars, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, as soon as we get those dates up for 3D, clear your schedules, because that's going to be better than anything else you have to do that day. That's true. We'll uh, see you soon here at the movie. Er, see you. I'm drunk. <laughs> no, you, you, no, you're not. You <laughs> never are. Never. <laughs> See you soon here at the Mayfair to watch some cool movies and eat some great popcorn. Uh, thanks, everybody. Bye. Hasta mañana. Hasta banana. Hasta <laughs> In a distant galaxy, the darkened caverns of a cruel world hold the secret to a fantastic adventure. A quest to free a world from slavery and the universe from tyranny. A quest for truth, dignity, and freedom. There is a world above, a magnificent universe to which you can return if you have the courage. A quest for Star Chaser, the legend of Arlen. Your planet. A primitive chess computer was the first inorganic mind to beat man. In a few hours, I will be calling Checkmate. In the last such game, the humans and their kind will ever play. of all time is here. The search for truth, the battle for freedom, 
an immortal struggle against the forces of evil. On an incredible journey to the edge of imagination and beyond. The legend lives on in a thrilling fight for survival. Star Chaser, the legend of Orin. The fantasy experience of a lifetime. <laughs>